It's time to feel better with help from Dr. Suzanne Bennett. Allergies, nutrition, ultimate wellness, all discussed right here, right now. It's Wellness for Life Radio on Radio MD. Here's your host, Dr. Suzanne. Yeah, growing up in Korea in the 60s, I was a tomboy of three sisters. I really didn't love playing with dolls and sewing, kitchen work, forget it. But I was very athletic and competitive. Now, my older and younger sisters were definitely the opposite of me. And my mother, you know, had a late-term miscarriage uh, right before, actually, I was conceived. And actually, they were super saddened by the loss of a baby boy. And it was a late-term miscarriage, so they knew that it was a, a boy that that was lost. Now, in the Korean culture, at least 50 years ago, having a boy was extremely auspicious for the family. And even family, you know, having, I think, the desire of a male heir was very important. Well, today on Wellness for Life Radio, Mark Wollen is here, best-selling author of It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who You Are and How to End the Cycle. Now, he's here to shed some light of my childhood of possibly maybe I decided to take on that masculine spirit of that the lost son of my mother. And But he's also going to help you uh, figure out some of your childhood experiences. Thanks for being here, Mark. Oh, thanks for having me, Suzanne. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, do you think that my mother's trauma of that loss of that son has had some impact on my childhood and my upbringing? It, well, it could. Let's pretend that um, she was so affected by the late-term miscarriage that it was hard for her to attune in the next pregnancy with the fear that I could lose this one, too, um, that this oh. one might not make it, which might have absolutely. Yeah, pulled her attention, her attunement out of this pre, this developing fetus. Absolutely, it could have had an effect. I actually think that it actually had an effect in the sense that she really wanted the second uh, child to be a son because the first was my sister, my older sister Lisa, and and she's even said it many times growing up. You know, gosh, you should have been a son. You should have been a son. So I I really think that there's some merit to that. But you know what? Let's talk a bit about how tra- traumas are passed from a parent to a child. How does it really happen? So when we experience a trauma, it, it changes us. Literally, it causes a chemical change in our DNA. And this can affect the way the genes function in, in a family, sometimes for generations. So when we're born or, or our kids are born, depending on who had the trauma, we don't always come in with a clean hard drive, to use a computer analogy. Uh, there's an operating system already in place that contains the fallout from these traumas, our traumas, our parents' traumas, maybe even our grandparents' traumas. And we can be born, our kids can be born with fears, uh, feelings, anxiety, symptoms that don't always belong to us, which is why I wrote the book, so we can make these links and we can break the cycle. Right. Did you have a personal experience yourself with inherited family trauma? I did. Uh, you know, I was. I remember being a little boy terrified whenever my mom would leave the house. Um, I would cry into her clothes and, and uh, be panicked. And, you know, it's a feeling I've had all my life, this feeling of abandonment. I never quite put it together till I lost uh, vision in my eyes, which is another story. But all my grandparents were orphaned 
in some way. Three of my grandparents lost their moms when they were babies or toddlers. And the fourth, she loses her dad when she's one. Ultimately, she'll lose her mom's attention because her mom would have been grieving. So this pattern of being broken from a mother's love is what passed forward in my family. And going back to that story of my mom leaving the home um, and me crying into her clothes, I, I would think that once she left, I'd never see her again, which was true in the case for all my grandparents, and they never did see their mother. And all I'd have left is her scent, and I remember breathing in, in her scent and her scarves, and I remember sharing this with my mom. Forty years later, Mom, I used to go into your room and cry into your clothes, and she looked at me, I'll never forget this, and said, you did that too? When my mother left the house, I did the same thing. And then my sister reading the book called me and said, I just read your book. You did that too? We all did it. When our wow. mother was... So that pattern, so, that terror, that abandonment is what got passed forward. So what, I mean, what you're saying is that it's, it's really inherited genetically. I mean, it's in our genes, this energy of these traumas. Exactly. Biologically inherited traumas. I mean, scientists have long suspected something like this was happening. But it wasn't until about 10 years ago, uh, Rachel Yehuda, the neuroscientist out of Mount Sinai Medical, Mount Sinai Medical did some pretty profound studies, uh, one of which she found out Holocaust survivors and their children have the same trauma symptoms, uh, specifically the low levels of cortisol, which can be measured. And she found out that the babies who were at or near the world, or no, the pregnant mothers who were at or near, near the World Trade Center when it was attacked during 9-11 delivered babies with 16 different genetic markers and, um, again, cortisol levels that were compromised. She says that you and I are three times more likely to have post-traumatic post-traumatic stress disorder if one of our parents had PTSD and then as a result we're likely to have anxiety or depression but my, my favorite study that she did just came out last year in biological psychiatry and she found that survivors and their children have the exact same gene the exact same gene changes in the same region of the same gene they can show this for two generations in humans um, and mice because they share 99% of the same genetic makeup of humans. So if we have 30,000 genes, mice have approximately 29,700 the same. So they can show because a generation in mice is 20 weeks as opposed to 20 years, they can show this effect for three generations. And they've done some amazing studies at Emory Medical in Atlanta. I, I could go on if we have time. I, wow. I, you know, um, I, I want to ask a couple more really interesting questions, but I, I'll tell you what. What's really fascinating is the fact that it that personality and behavior is modified through genes. I, I know because I work with a lot of genetics um, and methyl genetics, if you know a little bit about that, that stress, stress has a huge factor in the way we turn genes on and the way we turn genes off. But what you're telling me is stress from emotional traumas, that is clearly making a difference in your lineage. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible because if you now know this, 
you could make some changes so that maybe your future generations will not feel that. Now, I'd like to know just, you know, we only have about a minute left. What can a person, how can a person tell if they're suffering from inherited traumas? What are those signs? There are telltale signs. So, for example, we can have a sudden onset of anxiety or depression or a symptom shows up um, when we heat it, when we reach a certain age or hit a certain milestone. For example, we're 30, but at age 30, that's when grandma became widowed. And then our mom either divorced or emotionally pulled away from dad around the same age. Ages can be important, but also milestones. Also milestones. For example, um, when we get married or we go to have a child or or we get rejected by our love. I once worked with this woman who was consumed with anxiety, not before, but only after she became a mother. So she has this baby inside her. She's consumed with this anxiety, and when we asked the right questions, we found out that she had a terrible fear that she would harm her new baby. And I said to her, I said, did anyone in your family ever harmed a baby? And she said, no. And then she said, oh, oh my God, my grandmother, when she was a young woman, she lit a candle, caught the curtains on fire. The house burned down. Wow. She couldn't get her baby uh, out. Sorry, Mark. We got to get going. But boy, MarkWolin.com, excellent book. You've got to get it. It didn't start with you. This is Dr. Suzanne Star- sharing natural strategies for ultimate health and wellness right here 